All right, welcome to this week's episode of Behind the Baron. I'm your host, Rip Ripley, here as always with my co-host live in person, Coach O'Hare. How are we doing today? Glad to be with you on this chilly Thursday morning. Had enough rain yeah. uh, yesterday to get that the fields around here ready for spring sports, yeah. oh, which, yeah. which start next week, correct? They do. Practice officially, full yeah. practice. But we're getting into that heart of the basketball season where the determination of your conference standings is going to be uh, determined. And so, so some big games there on the horizon and, and this week and next week. So a lot of basketball excitement in the next few weeks. Absolutely, yeah. We're going to talk basketball first. We're actually going to touch on spring sports briefly at the end. We'll do some full uh, previews in the coming weeks, but I do want to touch briefly on spring sports, like you mentioned, all right around the corner. But let's start off with some basketball and, and start off with next, last Friday night. Uh, big game here at Wilson Hall. Lawrence Manning came to town, and both varsity girls and varsity boys are able to pull away with some close victories. A big win for your basketball team. I know you had to rally. Mm-hmm late and were able to do so and then held on and then coach rector's girls team yep. had a big conference big win. win for them and i'm sure that was a big boost keeps them excited yeah. about uh playing in, in their remaining conference game so a good friday night here uh, in our gym how, how about all the other teams how do we so had it, it was a good night of games you know, b teams we played all six like right. we mentioned so both b teams won b team boys b team girls won uh, JV girls came in with a victory. The JV boys weren't able to to win. They lost a fifty five to fifty three overtime. I was going to say that was the yeah, overtime. That game, was right. it. It was a great game, and it kind of really set the stage for the night. Where I mean, during the overtime, I looked up and you know the varsity boys were up here right. cheering on the guys and yeah. getting loud. It kind of boosted the crowd a little bit. It was kind of that in between time where the B team games had just ended, so people were kind of filtering into the main gym to get ready for the varsity games. And it was just kind of a back and forth. We got up, they got up, forced overtime, and just a really, really good game to kind of kick our night off. Well, wait till that JV uh, tournament. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> That's absolutely. It's going to be a showdown. Yeah, it should be a good one. And, um, well, we and, don't want to focus on the JVs. Yeah. They're developmental. That's right. And we want um, those guys to remember that. You're important. But your main purpose right now is to get ready. It's getting better. That's right. And they've done a really good job, especially, you know, boys and girls, I think, coming. You know, the girls getting a big win against Lawrence Maine, like I mentioned, um, something we haven't on the past couple of years. And then the JV boys, you know, even being – I think coming to the game, we were pretty they're, – they're a really strong JV team. The young man I mentioned – uh, in the pregame, Shane Goins, the right. one that had 37. Ah, we um, held him under yeah, 40. He was, and uh, you said he was a really yeah, outstanding yeah. player, a seventh grader, and we yeah. held him to 37. Yeah, held him to 37 I think yeah. you might have been exaggerating yeah. just a little he, bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, he definitely showed that, that, now, that he's going to be really me, good going it, forward. Is he a pure shooter? Is he a driver? He, he kind of he can shoot it, but he gets to the rim. He finishes well. Um, you know, at his age, it's impressive because he's going up against, obviously, much older kids. Right. And uh, kind of has that duality to his game where he can step out and hit the three, uh, but can also does a really good job with the ball in his hand getting to the So, ring. so I wasn't at the game, but you know, did Coach Sheridan go to old school boxing one on him? Or no, I, I think I think we might be saving that one. Who okay. knows? Uh, but no, he has a couple different guys. I know Milling was one that we mentioned pregame that set up and guarded him a little bit, and and some guys that kind of took that challenge on. Um, which as a varsity coach too is exciting to see. Like, all right, who wants to kind of step up and, and take on a challenge here? Now you remember there was a girl at I think Ward Law Academy. Mm-hmm. Who ended up playing at Auburn University? Nancy Derrick. Okay, and she's the one in the state championship game. Mm-hmm. She scored every single point yeah. for her team, yeah. and they won. Yeah, I remember when they were playing against one team. The other team ran a triangle and two, mm-hmm. but the two were on her, 
still couldn't stop her. Yeah. You know, but he sounds like he's maybe maybe I'll talk to Coach yeah. Sharon. I hope the Lawrence Manning people aren't listening. <laughs> that might be your we'll secret. Try a triangle crazy. and two on um, that. Yeah, game. I, I actually can. I've done that. I think I mentioned before. I did that uh, when I was in Orangeburg. We played a team out of Jefferson Davis. Uh, the old man Edward Givens, about six three, six four, athletic, could shoot it, right. and uh, had a couple kids around him. Jeff Davis, smaller school, yeah. uh, who weren't as strong, and we we actually ran a triangle two with two guys on him at the home game. They beat us at their place, and I was like, this kid is not beating us by himself, and we ran a triangle two on him. Now, do you remember uh, the sec? Remember, you may not, you may have been in school. Are you familiar with Seco Camara of Thomas Sumter? Yes. Okay. okay yeah. So, were yeah. you in school or were you I out of school? Think I was out of school. I don't. I, we, I don't remember playing against, but I've okay. heard about. Yeah. But he he was all he was built up to be. Yeah. And I was at the former Sumter Catholic High mm-hmm. School, and we were playing them, of course, twice a year. And I, I think there was one year where they only had six players. Doctor <laughs> Spencer Jordan yeah. was their coach. Okay. And I remember um, I, I had a, a a good team, a good bunch of fellows <clears throat> who really loved playing basketball at Sumter Catholic. And I asked them before the game. I said, "Who wants to guard Seca?" And it was one of those things where they all looked at each other, yeah. hoping somebody <laughs> else would raise their hand. But yeah. was, there was one fellow who did step up and say, "Coach, I I like to guard him." And my, I wouldn't say the name because my first reaction was, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. But, but we ended up. Uh, Trying, we didn't box him one, but we made sure that when he got the ball, whoever was closest to the ball in our man would run to him. Mm-hmm. And I think we did hold him under 40. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he had 38 or 39, but he had the prettiest rainbow jump shot you ever yeah. saw. He was 6'6. I don't know if you ever yeah. saw him play. He had a Michael Jordan body. Yeah. I remember at the All Star game here, they had Tommy Amaker. And Mike Bray, the mm-hmm. Notre Dame coach, yeah. who were both Duke assistants yeah. down here watching him. Wow. And But he went to George Washington, and he kind of yeah. fizzled out a little bit, which can happen. You know, he, I don't know what happened, but, but boy, 37 in a yeah. JV game. Yeah. Pretty, you're, you're lucky if a team scores 37 in a JV right, game, usually, right. much less one player. Um, hey, got, uh, the JV girls game might have been 37 total points scored by both teams, and then right. they got a little something there doing it by himself. You, so You and Heathwood didn't score much We didn't score that. much more. In the first, the first game, game, game no. Yeah, I don't think either one of us hit 37 by ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, um, But no, so, but anyway, good win for the, or good game for the JVs, good win for the JV girls. Um, and then get the varsity games. You know, varsity girls came out. Um, you know, Sullivan Jarecki, starting point guard, wasn't able to go on Friday. And so she had a little ankle injury, but she's back. She played last night against Heathwood. Yeah, Yeah, she she scored against Heathwood, but she didn't play. And so kind of excited. Amberly Way was kind of the big one to step up. I think Amberly ended up with 12 or 13 of our points that night. It was our leading score. Against Lawrence Manning? Lawrence Manning, yep. They're going to get tired of her, aren't they? Yeah, I know, Based (laughs) on what she's done in softball against them. Absolutely. And now she's doing it in basketball. She's one of those that there will be a lot of people at other schools will be extremely happy when she graduates. Yeah, that's right, especially around here. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, no, she – yeah, she had a great game, hit some shots for us, and really got us going. Uh, Aubrey Payne and, and Maggie Norris down in the post did a good job getting some rebounds, some putbacks. Um, you know, Mary Beth Van Patten's kind of found her shot lately, which has been exciting. I know early in the season she was having some struggles, but the last couple of games, I mean, she's been shooting the ball much, much better um, and kind of getting that going, which gives us a little more of a perimeter threat. She's not necessarily a three-point shooter, but in the girls' game, having that – you know, 15-foot jumper ability, right. kind of that elbow jumper or that corner jumper, which Mary Beth can do very well. Um, having her able to hit that now opens up the interior for the Maggie Norris's and the Aubrey Paynes to, to go in there and bang around. I know Amberly had a couple threes the other night. So I think Coach Rector seeing his group in, in a game that they really needed in the, in the conference, um, you know, able to come up with a big win. And then it helps at this time of year when you get a win like that. 
they're more excited about coming to practice. Mm -hmm. They're more confident going into the next game. So a win like that, I think, will really help the girls this time of year. Absolutely, yeah. Getting through this week, and we'll talk about Heathwood a little more in depth in a minute. The Heathwood girls are number one in the state on the girls' side. That was a tough one on Tuesday night. We hung early, uh, to be honest. They kind of pulled it away late uh, in the second half. or second quarter, we, we hung early the first quarter. They kind of pulled away in the second quarter a little bit to make it a, a larger gap. But, um, you know, go to Trinity tomorrow night, which is going to be tough again, the number one team in our region. But then after that, you go uh, Carter Newman, who, who as we mentioned, is the four-time defending state chance, but they lost everybody from last right. year. Uh, Christian Academy after after winter break, and then Lawrence Manning again. So, so three games in front of them that I think the girls feel, okay, you know, let's get through Friday night healthy and, and really take on this last little batch of games. Now, the the girls in the conference tournament, mm-hmm. how's that going to shake So out? So I believe, and, and Coach Redner and I are actually meeting about this a little bit later uh, to discuss the schedule for it, but there will be uh, – one team will have a bye. So there's three okay. teams in the region. So Which will probably be Probably Trinity. be Trinity unless something happens, yeah. So we would actually play Lawrence Manning on Friday and then potentially play again on Monday – the chance to go to the region tournament championship. I gotcha. Um, okay. Which is a, which is a big deal. I mean, that's that's a big big spot for you know a girl our girls that have struggled early to still get to the end of the thing and say hey we're playing for the region championship. I mean, that's pretty pretty big step. I got a feeling there's going to be two really uh, dramatic encounters between our girls and the Lawrence Manning girls. Yeah. Oh, for sure. These these yeah. next couple of games um, they should be great games <clears throat> to go. And to. and it's kind of it's interesting too. It's kind of that chess game. You know, you know you, you kind of know yeah. you're going to play two games in a row. How much do I show the first game? But I mean, we want to win every game you can win. So I mean, it's it is a difficult spot, and and the boys we may be in the same spot with Lawrence Manning, depending on how things shake out here in the region. So um, where we may have to play back to back games. So it's kind of that chess game. Okay, you know, I really want to win the region tournament, right? I want to win that right. game, get the conference championship, but but I want to win Friday night too at their place. So it is that is tough. You know, um, they always say. Hard to beat a team three times in yeah. the same set. I think that's nonsense. You yeah. beat them the first two times, yeah. <laughs> you're going to beat them the third it's time. Amazing just but, you know, going, yeah. The, you know, but for people to try to understand what Coach Ripley's talking about, it's a rivalry and a big mm-hmm. one. It would be like if Clemson and South Carolina played in football, but they knew they were going to play the next week again. Mm-hmm. You think those two would go into a game saying, well, let's not give our best effort. Of Correct. course not. Of course they are. You yeah, go yeah. into a game like that. Bottom line, nothing else. Now, if you've got a player injured yeah. and, and they need more time to rest and you've got another game that might be more important, mm-hmm. sure. But everything else is on the yeah. table. Once that, Nobody's going to hold back. Once the tip-off goes up, it's, it's time to play it's for over. sure. Like that guy Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, he's ready to go this weekend. Um, That's what he says. Yeah. They, uh, and in the boys' game, uh, you know, LMA came out. It was a, it was a, it was a very low-scoring game again. Um, it was 14-11 to 11 at the half, and – LMA came out in the third quarter and made a really big run on us, got up by about 10, maybe even 12 points in the third quarter. Um, and then we were able to kind of make a storm back at the end and, and take the lead and then kind of hold on to it late. So Now I'm cool. sitting here thinking about well, you just told me about that JV boys game and then the girls game. And, of course, the varsity boys, both teams, are in the gym during that whole encounter. And uh, I, I saw the game on, on video, and honestly, it looked like both teams – had trouble getting into the mm-hmm. game with the kind of intensity you would sure. expect. You think there's any chance that some of the uh, drama and, and excitement that you inevitably get caught up mm-hmm. with if you're rooting for one of the teams, do you think both teams may have been impacted by 
sitting there in the gym yeah. through all that excitement? I think well, I think part of it is, and, and both of us, us and Lawrence Manning, have some younger guys. I don't want to say younger. I mean, they're right. juniors and stuff, but they're not guys who've had to play in as big of a role as they did in this game. Mm-hmm. I really think there was a lot of nerves involved okay. on both sides. I, I think that was, you know, the past couple of years when we've had guys like Ted Sistar, Matthew Miller, right. you know, uh, leading the way for us. You're for that Grand Van Patton, Miller Jones, Evan Hoffman's, right? But we had those groups. That, that were the big players in these games. You know, Lawrence Manning's had Aaron Medley. They've had mm-hmm. um, you know a group of guys that graduated last year that were right. all really strong. Bryce Acord that that took those roles on. Well, now you know they've got Brandon King and Thomas Sumter who've played in these moments a little bit. Like we have a Daniel Burton and a, and a Sean and a Hugh have played a part of it. But now it's kind of like all right, it's your show now, right? And so um, I think that I do think early pregame you kind of feel it, little nerves in the air. Uh, both teams came out. Now, Lawrence Manning runs their stuff. They're very methodical in what mm-hmm. they run. And so it wasn't a super high-paced game from the jump. Again, I think Coach Epson and I were kind of playing playing chess with each other, trying to figure out, okay, what are you going to run on defense? What are you going to do on offense? What do you, you know, How do we defend this? Um, and so I think that led to a little bit of a slow start. But then third quarter, they came out, hit two threes, and right. really took off uh, and, and got us a little nervous. And we kind of fell apart of some of our defensive assignments and, and – I tell you, we put our, some of our bench guys in there, did a great job keeping it closed while our varsity rested up, or our starters rested up. And, um, you know, and then we came out in the fourth quarter and, and, and were able to make a pretty good run. And the the last few uh, half minute or so was kind of frantic there. Yeah. Um, I know, um, uh, I'm going back and watched a couple of games, Hugh Humphreys, did he score late? Is that what I mm-hmm. remember? But the one I remember is you go down and uh, – up maybe three, and I think was it Buxton hit a foul shot. Who was on the foul? Uh, Jones, Jonesy. Yeah, Jones shooting free throws, and you had uh, Jones uh, Deshaun. Yeah, Deshaun. Yeah. Okay. Now and then um, he missed then, mm-hmm. but you're up four, mm-hmm. and so the kid comes down, and it reminded me of Carver's Bay. Don't mean to bring that yeah. up, but they make this three at the buzzer, yeah. and I'm watching on video, and you kind of know the score, yeah, but you're sure, not sure. sure it's, I'm thinking, my God, but I knew the outcome of yeah. the games. I said. But how yeah, many times yeah. this year are teams going to make those miracle threes? <laughs> I don't know. Threes? You know it, but fortunately, yeah. this one was a three-pointer, but you were up four. We were up five, five, yeah. Up five, so it didn't much matter. Yeah, that was Daniel at the very Daniel at the very end. He made both free throws. And we talked about the huddle, and I was like, do not foul. Whatever right. you do, do <laughs> not foul. Like That was the only – like we kept saying over and over again. And, then, and you can actually see me on video. Right. Uh, Daniel makes a second free throw, and Jones – Goes to pick up and you, I'm like, I just scream, Joe. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. don't loot, like, yeah. stand. and it's hard as a player, like, coach, you really want me to just and stand I'm assuming here? They were out of timeouts. They were, yeah. So. And so I'm, I'm like, just stand there. They're like, but I'm like, just stand there, please, just stand right. there. That's all we needed, just stand there. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, so it, uh, but yeah, I mean, we finally came out of the right end of a close one, which was kind of nice. And um, it was the most important one to come out on mm-hmm. the end of a close one. Correct. And, and we said that on Tuesday night. You know, I mean, it hurt to lose at Florence Christian last Tuesday, mm-hmm. but. But we said, given the choice, I'm going to take the Lawrence Manning win over a, a Forest Christian. If you made me pick one, give me the region game. Now, what, so, what was the good. final score again? 40? 40 to 38. Okay, I'm going to put this out there as a bet right now. When y'all go to Lawrence Manning, when is that, next Friday? Mm-hmm. I Tuesday. bet both teams are in the 60s at least. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be a totally different yeah, 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 game. Different, different vibe for sure. The way it goes and um, things oh, of yeah. that nature. Um, uh, now, uh, I was going to ask you about – I couldn't tell on the video, 
but there seemed to be a little controversy at the end, or is that not worth talking about? Uh, yeah, not really. It was just, you know, chippiness. Chippiness at the end of okay. a robbery game. Yeah, okay. no, they nothing. came over, nothing ended up. They, no, they I, gave uh, two of the guys, one of ours and one of theirs, kind of were, you know, right. just jawing a little bit, and the referee came over and just gave warnings. Yeah. They wanted to be a technical because that would have obviously a technical just sure. on us. Yeah. And and that's just not how it works. I okay. mean it was it was one of those things where, you know, end of a game and obviously we had a conversation with our player, be smarter, right? right. But um but yeah, that that's really all it was. Okay. Now I wanna ask you too, and then we played um Heathwood mm-hmm. last night. We'll talk about that real yep. quick. I got and and it was a game where couldn't on the road, got down, just couldn't get over that hump. Mm-hmm. But we both were talking, I guess texting is the word, the end of the game, mm-hmm. you, you're at the foul line, and you cut it to two or three, mm-hmm. and they had a live inbounds. Yeah. And they did the old, and people know basketball, know this play, and y'all probably knew it was mm-hmm. coming, where the inbounder, because it's a live ball, he throws it across, mm-hmm. not inbounds, but to another bounds, player yeah. who's out of bounds. I'm watching the video. And I see the kid who catches the pass. He's mm-hmm. still out of bounds. And he takes the dribble. Mm-hmm. And like Daniel reacted yeah. the same way. Yeah. I thought that was a violation. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was. Yeah. And and I'm watching the video. And I texted you. Yeah. And I knew Daniel was, you know, yeah, making yeah. with us. He bounced it, bounced it. But, but as is usually the case, whenever I think the referees are wrong, they were correct. They were correct. Right? They did were. you ask them or did you already know? No, I, I knew that as long – and it's one of those things, like, I reacted at first, like, well – but then I was like, no, right. it's a live base. Like, if you have – when you are throwing the ball in bounds, you basically – you can actually dribble on a regular one, even if it's not a live. Right. If you stay within your okay. – Three, three you get you get a foot a step either direction right. you can step a, you can take a step either direction and and technically you can dribble and since it was a live one I mean you can dribble up on the sideline if you want to it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. and what we mean by live is we had just no, scored no, a basket no, stop me right there you can dribble up and down the sideline or the the baseline oh, the baseline, the baseline. Okay. yeah, yeah the okay. baseline okay. Uh, what we mean by live is that the we had just scored a basket, right. which means they can run the baseline. Right, it's right. not a spot entry. And basketball people know what we're yeah. talking and, about. And and that's where the old play comes in, which which we've run before, and Everybody they ran, and we ever you know that right. little pass from from player to player out of bounds because it makes you know the defense have to kind of change who they're guarding really quickly, right. and 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 so we uh, and we did we we talked about in the huddle that hey they might do this, make sure if that happens you're guarding him and right. you're denying him now, right. um, and so we talked about that. But yeah, he dribbled, and that is a hard thing, and everybody freaked out. And then the, I was like, "No, that that is legal." So you can dribble, and you can also one thing I told our had taught our assistants the other day: you have the rights from your spot on the sideline or baseline all the way back to the wall of the gym. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to stand in the paint in, in the yeah. painted baseline area, right? Like I have my right all the way to the back wall to back mm-hmm. up. So in, in our instance, we put Daniel Burton on the ball. Right. Well, he can take four steps back to get a better angle. It still makes it harder for him. But yeah. um, but that that is part of the rule as well. So we did know that. But it, it was, I mean, we, you know, obviously you hope you get away with one um, and try to sneak one. You know, we never, I don't think we led the entire game against Heathwood. We were right there and right. fought back and did, but we just couldn't quite, like you say, get over that hump, unfortunately. Now, I got to tell you this, speaking of that play, Long time ago, I'm at a basketball game, and I had a guy, when he went to the foul line, he would kind of spin it out mm-hmm. in front of him, and then it backed mm-hmm. him. You know, just, everybody's got their little things for a foul shot. Yeah. And a referee called violation. He said that because the ball bounced in front of the foul line, and not in the circle, mm-hmm. in the half circle, okay. that was a violation. And I probably went half crazy, <laughs> right? And and the other referee, this yeah. is before they had rep, two, uh, three, three referees. Rest, yeah. 
the other referee, they started talking, and then they kind of changed their mind. Yeah. And I remember, I don't know who I spoke to, a very veteran referee about mm-hmm. that. They said technically it could be a violation. I don't know if that's changed. Depending on maybe on how far out you throw well, he, it or something like that. He said that you yeah. have, the player has from that foul line. Of course, you have the whole half circle mm-hmm. to shoot from. But if you the ball intentionally is placed beyond that half circle. But I don't know. You see guys in the NBA do it. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't watch the NBA and think it's, think it's right. <laughs> Just when you think you've seen everything. Yes, sir. Um, you see something else. Yeah, we had, speaking of that, we had an interesting moment tonight where – you know, and, and Heathwood Hall has a has a really good young man. He's going to play college ball, and, and we kind of did. You mentioned earlier boxing one. It wasn't. It wasn't. We kind of ran one of our. We have a couple variations that we run, but we had one where we had you know Ben Reynolds, Jerry Brown, uh, Owen Myers, uh, all kind of took turns of really just playing really tough defense on this young man. And and I've never had this happen before, but I actually had an opposing. Uh, parent comes scream at us at halftime for not letting uh for guarding him too much or oh, guarding really? too close all that we were like like luckily they, i wasn't over there yet but <laughs> coach morrison was walking the locker room and and the dad the, the parent walked over and was was kind of yelling at us you can't you gotta quit doing that you gotta let him play you gotta and you got looked down like huh and miss uh karen whalen who uh you've met before jeff right. whalen's wife who's I mean, she's she's awesome she got walked she's like um please go sit back in the bleachers <laughs> she's like we're not doing this right now it was, it was pretty it was well, I, a wild moment but I won't, I won't mention any school names or anything but there was a time around here where our softball team was being criticized for intentionally walking people during mm-hmm. softball i games. remember oh i remember yeah. and uh, what's what's next hey yeah. don't blitz our quarterback <laughs> just rush We're, don't double team yeah. Our um, star player, yeah. But, but I mean, if it comes from parents, it's one yeah. thing. But when it comes from coaches, yeah, know, that'd be different. But yeah, no, I mean, it was one of those things where now kind of took. We well, didn't, we didn't say any of the guys about it, but it was kind of in our back of head, like, all right, well, that means we're doing a good job of it, right? I mean, they're getting frustrated. Who's getting frustrated? That I can officially say, I'm glad I wasn't there right now, just yeah. in case I had been there. Yeah. <laughs> My Irish temper. Yeah, that's have... what I said. Like I was luckily <laughs> at the score table when it happened because. I, I wasn't in the mood, you know, we were down at the half, and I certainly didn't want to deal with that, but uh, poor Coach Morrison and Coach Ludd caught the brunt of that one. Sam walked back to me, he was like, I got you, I got your back, or something, and I was like, I appreciate you, man, like, I thought we were just talking, <laughs> you know, he knew I was about to go to the right. locker room and go and lose my mind, because we scored whatever in the first half, and then when I walked over, and like, the security cop was there, I was like, what is going on right now? And they're like, just go to the locker room, I'm like, all right, sounds good, let's go to the locker room. Um, but you know, it ended up his player ended up being like a leading scorer. That proved y'all doing a good job. They were, they were. Now he ended up hitting some shots late, and we had a couple again, some defensive things that that we're working on, some assignments that we didn't follow through on, and and they were able to get some shots. And and look, Heathwood's a really young team. They had five of their eight rotation players are freshmen. Um, they're they're a Gosh. really young team. They've got now they've got two really good seniors and and JD Gardner and Will Frick. But uh, the rest of their team is is pretty young, and 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 their JV team obviously is very strong. They beat us pretty pretty well on on Tuesday night, and um, really big 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 JV team. A lot of size down there, a lot of football player looking guys, but they can score pretty well too. So uh, they're 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 definitely back on the come up over there at, at Heathwood Hall. Um, but like I said, I mean, obviously one we'd have loved to have gotten. It's a four A opponent. Um, but as we talked again, I mean, the focus needs to be going forward Friday night, going so, to training. So that's collegiate. my question. Practice yesterday, you think your guys are, are, are getting yeah, okay Friday? I, I think so. I mean, we, we had, we had a, a good talk before practice. We went in, did some film session, talked about some things from Heathwood and just showing more so at this point, you know, we talk about as coaches. I mean, our goal right now is cultural, cultural building as much as anything else mm-hmm. and understanding, hey, we've got, we've got about a month left at this right now. And, right. and what can we do in the next month to have the best experience we can and 
try to put ourselves in a position where we can compete for a region championship, where we can compete to win a couple games in the state tournament, make a run. You know, that's what you're hoping for. And, and I do agree. I think we're a team, visually you see us with our length, and, and if we hit some shots and, and play the way we're capable, we, we could be a dangerous team, and that's what our hope is. Now, we could also go out and play like we did against, you know, some of the teams we played and, and, and not have a very long run. So Now, now tell me about – got Trinity Friday. Tell me – remind me. I can't keep it in my head. First time we played them? So we won, and we won pretty well. Wait but a second. I was at the game. You were at the okay, Yeah, that was okay. the coach now Italian, I remember, yeah. Now I remember. Um, yeah, we, you know, we played, we played okay. really, really well the first time, though. I mean, it was yes. – one of those that, things that was about a twenty point win. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, now I remember the yes, game. Sir. I knew yeah. I'd remember it. Um, it. It was about a twenty point win, but I mean, we shot about seventy percent from the field, right? Um, and and they, you know, we did good defensively on them, which obviously we're hoping to I, repeat. I'll tell you what, I remember looking back in some great uh, unselfish <coughs> passing, especially mm-hmm. around the basket and in transition. Yeah. I bet that was the game where you had the most assists, mm-hmm. maybe in a game all yeah. year. Yeah. Um, got to play like that again. Got to play like it again. And, that, and that's what we kind of harped on yesterday talking. Like I said, yesterday was more about, hey, let's break down the Heathwood game. Let's talk right. about what happened. Let's talk about what we need to improve on. Did some of the stuff to get ready. But today is going to be more focused on, on obviously getting ready for, for Trinity. That's one of the hard things with coaching other sports, you know, coaching basketball, coaching soccer. I mean, you've got multiple games in a week balancing your, okay, all right, we got to talk about this, 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 and this from Tuesday, but we also got to get over it because we got to do right. this, 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 and this for Friday because they're going to play us different. And, you know, this team played a 2 3, this team's going to play as man. It's going to be two totally different games. Now, how has Lawrence Manning fared against Trinity, Trinity. and so, Camden? So Trinity beat Lawrence Manning in overtime the first game. Okay, stop um, me right there then. So if our guys win Friday, it puts us we in a win good the spot. region. No, nah, we still got to win one more after that. To, to, to how clinch you, it. How you Because we had to beat Camden Military. We had to win two more oh, Okay, yeah. Camden Military. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll put it this way. If you win tomorrow night, it puts you, you in the control, we control your our own destiny. destiny. Correct. So it's it's huge. And you can't be presumptuous that you're going to go beat anybody Correct. in a conference game. Correct. But I tell you what, you take care of those guys uh, tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. You come in this gym, right, against mm-hmm. Camden Military yes, with a chance to win to a conference it. First, yeah. when would be? Do you even know the last time we won that? Uh, I don't. I, I think which it's, means it's yeah, been a while. It's been a minute. If we yes, don't sir. know. You 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 lay that in front of the guys. Mm-hmm. Here's what at yeah. stake. I bet I bet it'll be a good night. But yeah. but nothing easy going right. on the road. Correct. Going and, to Trinity, we've proven our road. You know, we've had some 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 road woes uh, lately with some close close games where right. we're battling. Uh, we just got to find a way to win one of them, and and so hopefully. Um, that's something that we can can try to go towards tomorrow night. I mean, it's going to be a good game over Trinity, um, and and I know they've they've won some games since we played last. And so I think you know I said they beat Lawrence Manning in overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, they they've won a couple of non. They beat Northwood Academy pretty handily uh, the night. They lost the First Baptist in the night pretty good. But First Baptist is probably one of the top three teams in the state right, right now in four A. So um, I, I definitely think it'll be. Uh, a good opportunity. We keep talking about the opportunities we have in front of us, and I think it'll be a great opportunity Friday night to go out and do something again, you know, that we haven't done in a while. So we're we're really excited about that. Hey, I don't know if everybody knows where Training Collegiate is. It's not that far. Yeah, just no. take Highway four hundred one, and then go. What's the name of that? Eb- Evan. Uh, there's a Hoffmeyer. Hoffmeyer Road. Hoffmeyer Road. Yes, it's sir. a forty-five minute drive mm-hmm. right off four hundred one. 
I mean, it's not much further than Lawrence Manning, depending mm -hmm. where you go from. Lawrence Manning, what, 25, mm -hmm. 30? You, you yeah. can go another 15 minutes because this yeah. is a big game for it's, both It's a big, teams. big game for our teams. And, you know, you can go to Florence. It's kind of nearby. You can go to Bucky's or, or somewhere <laughs> up there after the game. <laughs> you know, go, go make a trip out of it. But, now, uh, I could tell you where to go after the game to some of the local night spots for my Francis Marion days. <laughs> but my guess is none of them are I probably not going to do that. Um, but yeah, but no, um, yeah, I mean, big game Friday night for for all of our teams, and 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 hopefully we can get a good crowd over there. We, you know, someone made a comment today when we were at Heathwood, just talking about talking to one of the assistant coaches that I used to coach with at Cardinal Newman, actually Kevin Rose, and and he was talking about he's like it's just crazy how well Wilson Hall travels. Right. He says, you know, you always have parents to the games. You all, you know, I know the cheerleaders are going Friday night, which gives us not only the cheerleaders but the cheerleaders' parents to go to the games. Right. Uh, but the student section, which at the home games has been phenomenal this season um i would i would love an opportunity to take our let our our student section get on the road for a big friday night game over at trinity um and hopefully have some fun with it well they could take one of the spirit buses like they do in football except you're the one who drives yeah the bus, a little so. tough i don't know if i can do both of those but um but no yeah I, I hope to have some we're gonna definitely beat the hallways a little bit and get some kids to come out there some so uh real quick before we go a uh, quick bowling update coach Curtis Helms and his group are, are kind of gearing up for the end of their season here. They have the state, I believe it's the individual championships that are that are next Monday, and the team championships the following. So, Or that might be, I think it's team first, then individual, sorry. Are they over here in Sumter? They're in Sumter, Gamecock Lane. So so Friday night, uh, we'll po follow us on social media. I'll post the exact times. But I know we will, I believe we'll be competing in all three divisions, men's, women's, and co-ed. Uh, we'll have a team competing, and and the team competition is kind of like the regular season mm -hmm. bracket style. Um, and then the individual championship, you I believe each coach has to nominate maybe two or three of their top right. players, and they play a series of games by themselves, looking for a high individual score. So uh, definitely stay follow us on social media uh, on Wilson Hall Twitter, Instagram, Facebook uh, for all that information on where their playoff games or, or tournament um, championships. Are, are going to be held. Like I said, at Game Cup Lanes, but not sure of that time completely. And our girls <clears throat> had a nice victory over um, whatever you call it. Yeah, the, kind of the group. So our, our little, it's not really a region, but it's kind of our area all bowls mm -hmm. together. And it's kind of us, Orangeburg, Lawrence Manning, who traditionally right. is a very good team, mm -hmm. uh, Thomas Sumter, Lee Academy, Carter Newman will come over every now and then, Heathwood Hall will so come over now and then. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of a good little snapshot of kind of some of the better teams in our area. And, and, Pretty much every week when Coach Helms sends the report, I mean, we're finishing first, second, third, right. somewhere in there. Young Dylan Bartlett was our athlete of the week last week after a big, big bowling match over there. Now, so. what was his high score? No, it was a team. It was a team. Yeah, it was on the team. So they didn't do the individual. But there will be an individual. There will be an individual. So I'll be curious to see who bowls for us there. But yeah, Dylan, a, a loyal listener of the podcast. So we'll definitely right. want to give him a shout out. He always comes up to me on Mondays. Coach, I listen to the podcast this weekend. Appreciate the, the love for the bowling team or the football team, whatever it is. So um, definitely congratulations to him on being our Jersey Mike's athlete of the week last week. Um, and then, real quick before we wrap up, um, I want to talk about spring sports kicking off on Monday. And uh, we've got. Uh, baseball, softball, soccer, track and field, golf, tennis, boys golf, boys tennis, um, all start off on Monday. Now we have winter break coming up, so it's kind of always that decision, like do you practice Monday and Tuesday because you're going to have off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, going to come back on that Tuesday. I, I think all of us are. <laughs> um, I know for track and field, you know, we're going to use those two days as kind of our organizing days. Hey, here's how we do things. Here's how we stretch. Here's how we break down. Here's how we do these, you know, weight room introduction stuff. And so I think we're going to um, do that. There's two days. I know Coach Alexander and softball are starting up. Uh, Coach Tommy Jones and his staff with Jay Jones and Byron Kenny, Cody uh, Williams will be starting up baseball officially on Monday. 
um, soccer team with Coach Jason Bartlett. Been doing some open field stuff, but they get to kind of officially kick off on Monday as well. And then uh, we have a new tennis coach. We're not uh, announced it quite yet, Coach McCord. Uh, after I think thirty nine years, some of that of coach tennis. I did not know that. He, uh, yeah, he decided he had, he had kind of our choice last year. He had, he's still going to be involved with the program in kind of an advisor role, uh, but we should have an announcement coming up on that in the next week. Again, follow us on social media to find out that announcement. Uh, but we should have a new tennis coach being announced here uh, in the next week or so. And then boys golf with coach uh, Chris Payton, right. uh, Lloyd Payton's husband, uh, coach John Bates uh, is kind of letting coach Payton handle him this year as as he um, you know. Spends time with John Morgan and, right. and all that they're going through. And so uh, Coach Payton kind of set it up for us, and he's going to be kind of leading the ship for us along with uh, Ryan Dutcher, I think, is going to be helping him out, young Mary Catherine's dad, uh, as well as a few other parents that are tag-teaming in on that. So, Where, where do we get all these kids from to fill all these teams? <laughs> See, we, that is one thing, again, unique about Wilson Hall is we get people to play. I mean, we get and, – and I'll say sign-ups for a lot of these teams is up. I mean, we've got a lot right. of kids coming out for – uh, I know, like Coach Bartlett, for example. Uh, I mean, he's gonna have some toughness. I mean, he's—I don't know if we have enough jerseys for all the kids we got coming out for soccer this year. You know, I mean, he's got—you know—we may have some of these spring sports that traditionally haven't had to have quote cuts in the past right. that may have to have that again. Um, I know, like for soccer, we've seen that come a little bit because he's had really great participation at the JV age right. over the past three or four years. What are those kids are getting to varsity, and so now it's—you um, know—we've got good numbers and turnouts at both levels there. You know, track, we had sign-ups last week. We're, we're sitting around our usual, you know, 100, 110 athletes between middle, high school, boys and girls. Um, so, yeah, so it, it's it's definitely. And some of these kids will be on more than one of they those will. teams. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a hard 100, balance 110. for the coaches yeah. and the players mm-hmm. and the parents. and Absolutely, and yeah. We, we have a lot that, that Then it starts we'll raining. Yeah, <laughs> then we have to come inside and do. <laughs> right. as, as my track kids know, they want as little rain as possible. Gym oh, practices are never the fun ones. Now, um, now, let me ask you a question. You know, the start of team practice what do which did you kind of i won't use the word dread but which one kind of were you a little bit more anxious about being a player going to the first practice or as a coach because i know as a player i used to hate the first couple days of soccer practice and in those days the coaches were there to basically kill you yeah it was like sparta let's get rid of the weak ones right um, I mean, he literally had a coach who, who said, run him till they puke on yeah. his shirt, you know, <laughs> and, and he did. Yeah, you know? and he was, yeah, we're a little but, more progressive these days. Coach, yeah. which one do you have the That's a good question. I, mean, I think, I think it, for me, honestly, it might be, um, it might be as the coach. I mean, as a player, I mean, it's just, and, and, and both of them, you say anxiety, I mean, it's excitement too. I mean, right. it's, it's getting to start a new season with a new group. I will say preseason is more involved now than it used to be in a lot of yes. sports. And so for a lot of times, I mean, look at, at, at volleyball, you know, fall sport, volleyball, football, I and mean, we're doing stuff during the summer. So that first kickoff day is really just kind of a exciting, like, all right, it's official, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, basketball, you know, Coach Ratner and I both this fall, you know, we had kids that if they weren't playing a fall sport, they were in here shooting hoops yeah. after school, you know. So we saw them. We were, you know, doing stuff with them. We do an individual workout with them. Um, so that part, I think, has progressed since we played, and it, mm-hmm. you and even me. Um, and so that does make it a little more of a smooth transition to start of the season, I think. Uh, but yeah, as the head coach, you know, it's kind of like, hi, you know, you want to make sure, make sure everything's in the right order. You want to make sure everything's nice and ready to go and, and ready to roll out. You know, we, for, for track, obviously organizing is a big part of it. There's a lot of people to organize and, and that's a big thing that, you know, I try to do a lot of. And so, um, so yeah, I think that's a good, that's a good question though. Uh, but for me, it's always been more of an excitement more than an anxiety, I hope. Um, so, um, yeah, so um, well, Coach, I think that pretty much wraps us up okay. for this week. Well, yeah, we, um, we got it. We got to 
Get, go to Florence, whatever, Darlington. Darlington, Darlington, yeah. Get away with a big win on that basketball court. We're, we're hoping so. We definitely want to encourage our fans to, to come on out. Students, definitely make the trip if we can. Uh, that'll be tomorrow night at Trinity Collegiate. Um, and next week we'll have a little more of a breakdown of, of some of our spring sports as we get kicked up and, and hopefully some good reports from Friday night. So until next week, uh, for Coach O'Hare, this is Coach Ripley. Appreciate you listening.